Welcome to the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Bangura, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. This podcast is for ambitious women who work in property and construction, who want to learn how to have a career they love on their terms. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Hello, it is great to have you here as always. I appreciate you being part of the Building Up Women in Property podcast community. And thank you for all the insights and feedback I've received lately. I love hearing what you are taking away from these podcasts and what you want to know more about. Because ultimately, the reason I do this podcast is to help women like you. If you do have a question or something you'd like me to explore, please connect with me on LinkedIn and just send me a note. I would love to hear from you. And if you are finding the podcast great, if it's helping you, I would love for you to share it with a friend or leave a review so that other people can help discover the podcast as well. Now, on to today's topic. There seems to be something in the air, right? I'm recording this, we're in the middle of May, and it feels like people are ready for change. I've had so many women contacting me, ready to take that next step, feeling like they have this potential in them, bottled up, ready to go somewhere, and they don't know how to channel it into that next role, into having that bigger impact, into having that really fulfilling career that they know they are capable of and that they desire. And when I explore this with people, in order to help them figure out what that game plan is for their career, it always comes back to three key things. So the first is, what is that strategy? Like, what is it you're trying to achieve and how are you going to do it? This is what I like to think of as the strategy or the planning phase, where we're really conceptualizing things and working through what's important and how to achieve it. Then there is the confidence and the mindset part. How do you keep showing up in a way that is confident and empowered where you can deliver your best work? And how do you deal with things like imposter syndrome and really manage your mindset so that you can show up and be that absolute best version of yourself? And of course, that is an ongoing piece that we all have to continuously cultivate and work out. None of this mindset stuff happens overnight. It's about learning the tools and building the skill sets so that we can manage our minds more effectively and become more resilient and confident leaders through constant practice. But the third piece of it is around visibility. It is around how do people recognize you? How do people know what you do and what you stand for? How do they see the impact you have in the world through your work? As a woman in property and instruction, or really in any male-dominated space, it can feel extremely uncomfortable to speak up, to spotlight our own work and what we are doing. You know, it can feel like peacocking. And for most women, that does not come naturally. But if we don't ever call attention to ourselves, it is quite possible that no one will ever notice. Or even worse, we'll get stuck in the curse of the capable, where you're plodding along doing an excellent job of what you do. And no one wants to recognize you or give you that next opportunity because you're doing such an excellent job where you are. And I see so many women fall into this rut. And this is why I say it's about visibility and it's about communication because we have to shine the light on what we're doing and then also ask for more and have a voice and speak up and advocate for ourselves. But all of this is a very long intro into why you need to have a strong personal brand. Because a personal brand is what elevates you. It is what stands you apart from your peers. 
And the truth is you need to have a personal brand if you want to get the opportunities, if you want to have that outstanding career and you want to be recognized for the work you do. And I know that often people feel very uncomfortable with this idea of having a personal brand. It can seem a bit ostentatious or a bit self-important or contrived, but the truth is we all have a personal brand whether we like it or not, right? And so when you think about your reputation, it exists in the world. It's what other people think about you and it's what other people share about you. And when you think about it, we have our own self-perceptions, right? If you think about it, we can convey our own message. An example is I'm a brilliant project manager. I deliver on time. I never let my clients down and I always achieve my KPIs. And I can say that and people will listen somewhat, but if someone else says that, particularly if that other person has seniority or respect within the industry or within the organisation, then suddenly their opinion of you and what they are saying about you carries greater weight, right? People trust them. People lean on their words and their advice and their perspective to make their decisions. So our reputation is really crucial. And again, our reputation exists whether we want it to or not. People will always think things about us and that's fine. But what we always want to try and do is have people think the best thing about us. I hope you've been enjoying the episode. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about my free Career Confidence Masterclass. This is for ambitious career oriented women who are ready to stop playing small and to confidently create a career you love. Head over to my website, beautifuldisruptions.com for more info. Now let's get back to the episode. And the best way to build a great reputation is to be good at what you do and be consistent and genuine. And people will see that. They will recognize that. The next part of it is moving beyond just your reputation and actually up-leveling it to a personal brand. The idea of a personal brand builds on your reputation. It uplifts it by increasing the exposure to your work. So it's not now just about the people who work with you directly or are directly impacted with your work. It's about a broader audience and how you can demonstrate your skills and your experience and your values to that broader audience. And if you think about it in terms of six degrees of separation, the bigger the audience, the more connections you will make, the more visibility you potentially have. And the other key part about personal brand and why it's so important is it's what differentiates you from other people. It's what makes you stand out and it's what makes others perceive you as more valuable. That cannot be understated. We are all turning up to work to earn a living, right? If you're an employee, you are a commodity for your organization. And if you're self-employed, you're a commodity for your business. So the more perceived value we have, the greater bargaining power you have when it comes to negotiating your package, negotiating your salary. And so it's important that we take the time to really Think about our personal brand in an intentional and strategic way because having that strong personal brand, it can establish you as an industry leader. It builds trust with people and it can open all sorts of doors to opportunities and it makes you more influential. So I want you to think about your own personal brand. How would you define it? Is it something that you're intentionally cultivating? Or perhaps even just think about what would you like your personal brand to be? And I know if you're new to this idea or if it's something that has been 
perhaps on your mind, on the back burner for a long time and not something that you've really sat down and worked through, I want to give you a few questions to think about or a few pointers to get you started with your own personal brand because we want this to be strong. So I want you to really take the time to think about this, to establish your own brand because your personal brand is a foundation block that will support you throughout your career. And you want to build this as soon as possible because like reputation, it takes time. So you want to have this for when you need it, when you're looking for new jobs, when you're seeking new work, when you're trying to win opportunities. You want people to know who you are and what you stand for. And that is why it's so powerful because it gives people a little insight into who you are, even if they don't work directly with you. It tells them what your values are and what they can expect from you. And it helps enhance your network and your influence. And so I'll give you these prompts to really think about to help you intentionally create this brand for yourself. So head into the show notes and and grab these questions if you're out and about. But I want you to really set aside just like half an hour and do this work because the sooner you start to think about it, the sooner you will start to frame things to give yourself that strong foundation because it's essential to opening up opportunities to your negotiating power, your ability to influence decisions. Okay, so what are these prompts? The first is what do you want to be known for? And I'm not going to kid you, this is a big question, right? This is ultimately what is your value proposition to the market? And a good way to think about this is I help X to achieve Y so they can Z. So an example for myself is I help women in male-dominated industries to navigate their careers so they become confident and impactful leaders. And I want you to play around with this, but really get clear on what you want to be known for and what the value is that you offer to the market. And you don't have to get this perfect the first time, right? You will tweak this and there'll be iterations of this, but knowing how you want people to perceive you and what message you want to share with people so that they know that you can help them and they know that they can trust you is really important. So work on that. Now, the second piece is think about your values and your goals. What are you trying to achieve? What are you aspiring to? And what are the values that underpin the work you do? This helps you tailor your message to the right people, to the people that resonate with you, to the clients and employers that actually align with your values. Because when you find that alignment, it makes everything so much easier and it makes work so much more fun. So think about how you can position yourself to share that insight so that people know what type of person you are and feel that bond and that connection with you. And they want to do more work with you. They want to engage with you. They want to see what you're putting out in the world because it resonates with them as well. Then I want you to think about who's the target audience? Who do you want to share your message with? And think about what are the best channels to access those people, right? Is it LinkedIn? Is it a different social media platform? Is it Instagram or Facebook? Is it TikTok? Number four is to build your presence, whether it's online or in person. Start showing up in the places where your target audience are, whether that's going to events or conferences or on a social media platform. Start being in the room. Start taking up space. Start sharing your message, right? You need to show up in this process and put your best foot forward. Okay, number five is to really network. Build that group of people around you who are like-minded, who are supportive, who are working towards similar goals and be each other's cheerleaders. Because honestly, we will go further faster if we all support each other on the way, right? And particularly your female peers, we are here as cheerleaders to each other. We need to support each other, but 
find the people that, again, meet your values, but also will advocate for you. They will support you. They will mention your name in a room full of people and be that connector for other people as well. And number six is to make it a habit to actually evaluate your brand. Come back to this worksheet. Come back to these questions on a regular basis and see how it's going. What's working? What isn't? Is your message and brand aligned to your values? And seek feedback from those around you and keep making changes or tweaking until you get your messaging right, until it feels more authentic. And of course, at the start, this feels really clunky, but it doesn't need to be. My final takeaway for you today is don't overcomplicate this. Don't get stuck on your brand needing to be perfect or your messaging needing to be spot on all the time. You need to start where you are and tweak and refine this as you go. Give yourself the freedom to make mistakes because you won't learn anything if you don't put yourself out there. And the truth is no one is going to come knocking down your door to present you opportunities. You need to put yourself out there. You need to create the career you want, create the life you want. And your personal brand is one of the most effective ways to do that, right? It's one of the essential elements of your career toolkit. Because it does create so many opportunities and create such visibility and presence and it builds trust with people. So I want you to go to the show notes and grab these questions. And as I said, set aside half an hour and start doing this work today and really commit to this process because this is a foundation block that will present so many opportunities for you down the track. And the best time to start building those foundations is right now. Okay, my beautiful friend, you have got this. Have a beautiful day. Until next time. Thanks for joining me on the Building Up Women in Property podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcast or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment and review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a few friends. Thanks again. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.